We're gonna go grab Timmy's. We're gonna go grab bubble tea. We're gonna go for a walk. Because these days, yeah. See, these days, I'm not trying to end up like boy. See, boy, he brought her to the cheesecake factory and ended up viral. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Juice and Jury podcast. This is part two of our Gen Z millennial series. Today, we're joined by Jochelle and Christiana. Hi, Jochelle. Thank you so much for joining us. We have another um, guest who's supposed to come on, hopefully soon, (laughs) Sam. Um, And we are talking this week about all things to do with money, finance, income, careers, all that good stuff, and how it's different with your generation and with the millennial generation, which is me and Tiana. So maybe we could get started. Tiana, what's the yeah, first yeah, no. item? And yeah, again, like, Jochelle, thank you for coming. And I just wanted to say that Jochelle is my cousin, my little cousin. <laughs> yes. And she's a Gen Z. So <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Um, no, and yeah, thank you so much for being here. But I wanted like to find out a little bit more about how it is, like how working is, like getting a job, um, and like what was your first job? Okay. And when did you start? Like, how old were you when you started working? So I got my first job when I was, I believe, sixteen, like back in twenty seventeen. Um, what I did was I just handed out like resumes, um, around my area. And honestly, I didn't get like any callbacks except for this, um, Baskin Robbins that was like 10 minutes away from me. Um, but yeah, like sometimes I think it's because my name is like kind of hard to pronounce. So they didn't like get back to me on that because of that. But yeah, like I was 16 at the time and I, I don't even remember what the minimum wage was. I think it was like $14 an hour or maybe, yeah, I think it was like $14 an hour. But yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that's actually amazing. $14 an hour. <laughs> we're and I are going to just share how much we started at. Okay. I'm going to just let you know that I started working when I was 14 years old and I was around mm-hmm. Christmas time. And the only reason why I started working was, um, because my friend started getting a job. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I want to work too. Oh, so it was like uh, peer my, pressure. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. I'm so happy yeah. that I started working that young. It, but it was totally like, because someone else was doing it, that's why I did it. Um, but my first job, I started at $5.65. So five sixty-five. I feel like wow. it was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, starting at $14, you're bawling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, um, can I ask, what, what year was that? If you don't mind me asking. No, I don't remember. Let me just do my calculation. Yeah, we need to do the math. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a sec. Somebody know how to do math? I suck at math. We don't need to go about the year. Why? That's not important. <laughs> That's not the important part. But I will say, Jichelle, I like, I could say that I could see a little bit of a parallel because my first job was at Laura Seacourt. And um, so we had chocolate and ice cream. So, okay. so we kind of shared similar first job scoops, scooping yeah. ice cream getting the perfect scoops yeah we're so, twinning i see 
Yeah. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> what about you, Molly? <laughs> My very first job was babysitting kids for some people in the building that I lived in. And these kids were crazy. They walk around naked. I was 12 years old, 12. And I got paid, I think, $4 or an hour, something like that. Three, $4 wow. an hour, like below to minimum watch, wage. To watch kids? Yep. That is, that is, I'm sorry, that's not worth it. <laughs> Four dollars yeah. for kids? No. How many kids? Yeah. Two. No. Two kids, yeah. How old are they? How old are um, they? Um, I want to say they were like, probably the, the, around the same age that my kids are now. Or maybe a little bit younger, like seven and five, something like that. Something okay, around that's that. that's how they were. That's Charlie. You work for three dollars. Yeah. That's free. That was free. <laughs> yeah, that it. was free. That, but you know, for me, it's like okay, that's still an extra four dollars that I didn't have. So for me, it was like okay, I'll take it. You know, twelve years old, I didn't have that money, so it was fine. And then that—that that wasn't what I would consider my first real job, though. Like when I got a paycheck, my first paycheck job, I was actually working for. Um, like an extended family member who had started a wholesale business, a makeup wholesale business in a mall. And so I was working like cash, kind of like just working there. And I think I was making, I want to say like whatever minimum wage was. So maybe like $7 an hour or something like that at the time, which was like a lot more. I was like, yeah, $7 an hour. And I get makeup really cheap or free or whatever it is. Yeah. So for me, at that age, I think. I think I was 14. So I think I was 14. And so for me, that was like great. But yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that, that is $7. Why was I making $5.65? Like, <laughs> Are you guys the same age? We're not even the same age, but still. No, actually, I'm older than you and her by like yes. three oh. years? Three? Two years? Three, two, two, yeah. three years. Three oh, years. So you were making more than three her. Years. <laughs> three years. But the point is, is that actually at 14, you were making... $7 was decent. Yeah, I, I think if that's what the minimum wage was that I was making, I don't remember exactly, but it was something around that. Six, seven dollars, something around that. Okay, now I'm gonna have to call Laura Secor and tell them that. They yeah, you need to call Laura <laughs> Secor because they were, they were paying you less than minimum wage. I don't know how mm -hmm. that's possible. But yeah, that's not right. well, that was, okay. that was, those are like, yeah, different times where you work really hard for very little money. Very, <laughs> very was, little. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's what I wanted to say too. I wanted to say that I feel like Gen Zs are not taking that anymore. And they have a completely different perspective and mentality of looking at work. Like I have seen videos on TikTok where they are encouraged to actually interview the job, <laughs> like the interview the interviewer. Yeah. You know what? I, I I think I kind of get it because people are starting to see like that they're actually worth something. Right. Cause like who wants to sit at a nine to five job every day for the rest of their life. Right. So I guess um, kids <laughs> yeah. are um, like people on TikTok are starting to be like, yeah, we don't want to do that. Especially like since you can make like easy money on TikTok or YouTube now. Right. So mm. I feel like they're going to mm. go more towards those jobs rather than working minimum wage for like, like what you said, like $7 an hour, like it's not worth it. It's yep. Worth I think it. that's totally the trend we're seeing. And that is what another thing that I, I wrote down that I wanted to mention is I, 
I don't know. You give me what you think, but I feel like today, 2023, 2024, and going forward, it has never been easier to make money. Like online, I'm talking about. Like like yeah. you said, because you can make it through YouTube, you can make it through TikTok, you can make mm. it through whatever, Amazon, Etsy, like eBay. Oh, yeah. Like there's so many ways to be making money that yes. you're right. I don't think most people see the value in working like an, a minimum wage physical job anymore. Yeah, especially because of the internet. It's so easy to like sell stuff now, right? And again, like posting stuff on YouTube, like people make their money from that. So mm -hmm. no one's, if you can make more money like posting on YouTube or TikTok, then why are you going to work like nine, eight hours a day at, a, at like Burger King or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Can I just say something? It's, it's crazy to me that you're saying like, why would you want to work nine to five when... I think even when I was like your age, we weren't thinking who would want to work nine to five. Nine to five was the norm. Like I know. You get a job and that's what it is. Now people are like, why would you want to work nine to five? It's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> people are starting to think now, why do I want to work nine to five for somebody else? Yeah, exactly. Oh, for somebody else, not even for yourself. <laughs> for somebody else. It's Everybody's so like, true. But yeah. you know what else? I have also come across some people, Gen Z and millennials, who actually prefer working nine to five only because then at five o'clock, they shut everything off. Like, you know, when you're working for yourself, if you have a YouTube channel, if you have an Amazon business, if you have an Etsy business, whatever you do, you don't shut off at five o'clock. You're like, you have your own hours, but it can be any hours of the day or night. So I think I, I was talking to one person at my church and I was asking their personal trainer and I was like, why don't you have your own personal clients, like private clients? And he was telling me like, no, I prefer to just have somewhere that I go from this time to this time. They give me the clients. And then after that, I just go home and I don't have to worry about anything else. So I can appreciate that too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you so have some people prefer that. like yeah. every time you have your benefits, you know what I mean? Like that's another good so point. Value in that. Yeah, yeah, the benefits, the insurance, all of that. Some people prefer to have that kind of stability, even if it doesn't, maybe they might not be rich, they might not have a lot of money, but they prefer to have that stability than have like a situation where they are grinding or like, you know, the eat what you kill mentality where you don't work or you don't, you don't, you have a bad month, there's nothing really you can do. It's like, it's not as consistent always right that's true that's that's a good point like you have your own business you get sick you can't even have a sick day you know what i mean like you can't even have a sick day because you need to make money that day and you can't even like if you want to go on vacation can you really just leave your business like that that well it depends what kind of business yeah kind of business, but like really it's like oh your mind is always there so you never you never really have a full vacation so there's yeah, value in there's having that nine to five too there yeah. is there's value in having a nine to five or if you have money and you have the means there are automated businesses that you can run like i heard about like youtube automation where you're literally doing nothing you're just paying someone else yes. to create basically youtube videos for you every single day and you're you're taking all the like ad payment ad revenue for that so oh, things wow. like that, you can go on a vacation, you can do whatever. And those are, those are the reasons why nobody wants to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically you can just cheat the system. 
Yeah, you don't really want to work the minimum wage jobs because, like, why would I do that if, like, I can just, you know, I get it. I understand. For sure. Yeah. yeah I, I think that um, if I was probably, like, your age or, like, you've been younger, Jichelle, I think I would be, like, one of those TikTok weirdos where I'd be, <laughs> like, I call them weirdos. I feel bad. But, <laughs> I mean, but the ones that are, are, like, doing <laughs> that, like, that anime stuff or like oh. i see this one guy and i don't even follow him but he keeps on coming up on my timeline and i'm like oh my gosh like <laughs> and i always click on him to watch his live but it's him and his dad he's like some poor you know what i'm talking about no but i don't know like, i don't know if he's like poor <laughs> or what some him and his dad are usually there and they don't have their shirts on it's, re it's really weird it's not like it's not like weird but they for some reason don't wear their shirts maybe i don't know to show off their body i don't know but no they do it, about, i think they you know do what I'm talking about? pardon I don't know who you're talking about, but oh. they probably like take their shirts off to get more views. Yes, but they don't like, but it's, but they're, they're just like talking to the people on live and then they do these battles with other um, TikTok people and stuff like that. And I feel like, hey, this kid is sitting there in his room just making loads of money by other people being like sending them things. And like, it's, it's crazy. But wait, are they doing the um, like the AI thing where no, they're, no, they're so so that's different. Okay. But there, there's this other like yeah, it's a young kid. I'm gonna say he's like 20 or something like that, and um, yeah, he just gets people to send him stuff. Isn't that money? Like when they send yeah, but stuff? how? How does he get people to send him stuff? He's he's like literally just talking to them, and then um, they go into like these TikTok battles with other people that do the same thing. And they try to see who gets more, I guess it's money. Wow. Yeah, but it's it's crazy. And I'm like, this is how these kids are making money. And he does it every single night. Because when I'm on TikTok, I, he pops up. I'm like, what is this kid doing? Yeah. It's yeah. A, Ryan, honestly. Because, like, you do make, like, a lot of money from it. But you kind of lose your dignity, I would feel like. Because, like, personally, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, I tried to do one once. I think, Tiana, remember? I was like, come online and, and like, support me because this is so awkward. Oh, the AI one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. I couldn't do it. Like, I just, I did it for, like, 30 minutes and never, I was like, I can't. It's just too strange. I don't know how people do it. And they do the weirdest ones like it's not like a regular person just standing there they have like crazy makeup they have crazy hair they they just i've seen people in character like i don't they just do the more crazy the better like yeah. that's what they're doing yeah. and they're making money from it which is insane but that's the world we live in isn't it like yeah. <laughs> no but i think it's amazing <laughs> that they can do that and there's even like and if you say something rude to them like you've seen people like say get a real job or something like that yeah. you'll, you'll still, be character, still be in full character and cuss that person out swear words but they'll yeah. cuss them out why don't you like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, i mean yeah i mean i feel like they would be making more money than the person who's even typing that you know and this is the point. that's often the case the trolls yeah. are not making any money they're just yeah. pissed off because they're watching someone else make money exactly it's insecurity <laughs> really yeah but i feel like that's exactly. a flag i feel like that's like, I, can't that. even, <laughs> I can't even hate on them like i personally wouldn't do it because like i just find it weird but i can't even hate mm -hmm. on them because that's like that's a paycheck right there you know you're paying mm -hmm. your bills with that Yes, it is. And it's too bad because like in Canada, we don't get access to the TikTok creator fund. But oh, in really? the US, no, we don't. In the US and in the and like in Europe, 
they, for if you have like a certain amount, like I think it's like 10,000 followers or something, and you get a certain amount of views on your, um, on your videos, you actually get money for all those views. Like TikTok will actually pay you money, but we don't get that in Canada. Is that so? Oh, that's so why, why wouldn't it be in yeah. Canada though? Man, we Ask always the government. <laughs> Stupid government. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was uh, gonna try that out now, but I'm kind of like disappointed. Yeah, no, you're not gonna make as much money as you possibly no. can. Like, what's the point, right? <laughs> yeah, but if you go on live, the gifts are money. Oh so those okay. are money. Yeah. So you can make money that way, or you can like sell something on TikTok, like promote something. Yeah. That's another way of doing it. But you won't get the creator fund, no. That's the poopy I'll, part. I'll have, I'll have to move to the States then. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just so do you pardon? Pardon? Sorry, do YouTube. YouTube, you get the ad well, revenue. To ask. So, yeah, so you yeah, can make yeah. a decent amount of money there, right? Yeah, I think so. I think they they um, pay more people there. If you have good content and you are posting all the time on YouTube, you can make good money from there. You can like you can make good money from there. Yeah. You can make five to ten thousand dollars a month from YouTube. Yeah, that's just true. posting videos. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I know. I got to post consistently. I haven't posted in like, like. That's what it is. You have to be consistent with it. And I think that's how like influencers are able to, to do their thing because they're just so consistent with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Post consistently something that people actually care to watch. Um. Yeah. And when I say post consistently, like ideally once a day. Yeah. If you really want to grow. Yeah. And you have to also start posting shorts too. Like you have it's to get really Honestly, oh no i was saying like it's it's like more quantity over quality nowadays which is kind of sad i feel like or is it equal yeah it will sometimes but like if you i feel like more on tiktok if you want to actually grow or like youtube you gotta like post more than yeah yeah but you know what when YouTube first started, you should have seen the crap that came up on YouTube that got I know. me. It was <laughs> fun. Nobody was, was fun. it was strange. I feel like it was much easier to grow on YouTube before. But now, because there's so much volume, it's a lot harder to get seen. So that's why you have to be yeah. consistent and that's why you have to have like decent quality content. Because for I'm gonna give you an example. When years ago, when I started watching ASMR, I didn't even know what ASMR was. Okay. It was completely new. I had never heard of it. My sister's the one who's like, oh, that's ASMR. I'm like, what the heck is that? I used to watch like um, people make those Japanese candies and there was just completely silent, but I just like to listen to the crinkling and the mixing. I know I'm weird. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> apparently that's ASMR. And my sister was the one who brought it up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I started watching these every single night. So I was like, I could do this. So I started creating ASMR videos on a YouTube channel. And then I kind of stopped because it was a lot of work <laughs> to create the videos every single evening. Yeah. And then I stopped and then now I can't get back into it because the amount of competition and the quality of the videos are so high. They're like cinema quality production ASMR videos, like yeah. with like full costume, full set lighting effects, everything. So there's yeah. no way that I can compete with that now. If you, know you want to like be the best and you got to one up everyone. So mm -hmm. I, like it's 
It's crazy. But yeah, like ASM, I feel like people make money off of like, do you know those rain channels where they just post like lives of rain or something or like white yeah. noise? That is so true. Yeah. I listen to those things. Yeah, like yeah. everyone went to bed and like, like play, like, and I just listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But there's again so many of them now that it's really hard to like stand out. You know what I mean? Like, how do you cut through all the people who've been there for so long? Exactly. But it's possible. It's just real. It's a lot of work. It's possible. But I think, like, if you were to ask my advice, I would say find fusions of two popular types of video and like make mix those two Ooh. types of video and start your own. That's how you can kind of one up or make it unique or stand out. That's mm. what I would say. That's so, true. so Jishel, like I don't know about you, but when I was in grade 12, I got when I graduated from from high school, I was 17. And at the time, I feel like I did not know what I wanted to do. And I yeah. think it's crazy that they allow um, seven, 17 and 18-year-olds to be like, decide what you want to do. Well, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. choose your path. Um, are you going to college, going to university? I feel like there's so much pressure. When, when, I, when I was in grade 12, there was so much pressure to be somebody and like do something, you know? But I feel like now for <laughs> like the younger generations, I feel like there's, it's just kind of a, different path like, I could be wrong but like how did you feel you know when you were in grade 12 like did you feel like the pressure to go to university or college or was it cool to just do another like a victory lap do it like another year of high school um when I was 17 I did not know what I wanted to do at all um yeah. like we had classes um, I think we had like this class called careers um where they would kind of like give us a like test that we could do that um kind of showed like we gave them our hobbies and like what we actually like to do and then based off of that we can match it to the career that we would want or like we could do in the future but like at the same time it's kind of like you would put false stuff down because who when you're going like I don't even know how to explain this but going to college for something that Okay, let me let, just restart. So, um, yeah, like in, when I was 17, like I didn't know what I wanted to do. I feel like a lot of um, my peers didn't know either. Um, for Victory Lab, I, I don't think it was cool because like who wants to do a fifth year at school, right? But there were a lot of people who did um, do it. Like I had one of my friends who... Sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like, just sorry, I should have given you guys a heads up. Sorry, you told her, it's like, listen, we go into like this, like, split screen. yeah, you should sometimes that way. I switch the screen around sometimes, so just did, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like you do have a pressure to like uh figure out like what you want to do. Like, a lot of kids would say, like, oh, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a doctor, this and that, but. In reality, nobody really wants to be that. They just want to have a good job and like a good career, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a, it's kind of tough to like figure out what you want to do. How old are you, Sam? Sorry, I, just, I just want to know how old. Um, how old are you, Sam? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay. So we're just talking about high school. Just I was just actually um, sharing how it was graduating or getting close to graduating from high school like what what the like yeah. how like the pressures that you might have felt so you can continue to show sorry guys. yeah um 
I mean, for me, like I was kind of pressured into going into university by my um, by my parents, and it was like I I couldn't even go to college either. Like it had to be university because you know it's kind of like a a thing that university is for smarter kids and whatever. And you know, especially like if you're African, like they expect like they want you to be the smartest, this and that. So I was kind of like um, kind of. I wouldn't say push, but it was, I was kind of like led into going into university, like right mm -hmm. after high school. Like, there was no chance of me like even taking a, a year or two off. Yeah. Work, right? So. Yeah. I feel like they put too much pressure on you guys. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I was actually going to tell Sam that we were actually talking about like our first jobs. My first job. Okay. The first job in which I was paying taxes was a and w but my first actual job was walking dogs so it was 20 bucks an hour uh, 20 bucks what? An hour. for walking dogs an hour was your first job <laughs> yeah so oh, wow. that's yeah, that's more than minimum wage right now I'm about yeah, to tell but, you how much I was making. but then you have to think about it it's one so i was walking what maybe two dogs so i'll try to stack them in that one hour so yeah like 40 bucks Maybe two, three times a week. Wow. That's Wasn't amazing. Bad back then. You, you should have heard when we said our first job. <laughs> we were scooping ice cream. Michelle and I were scooping ice cream. <laughs> I was babysitting for four dollars an hour. Four dollars an hour. I was babysitting. How consistent was that though? I mean, I was twelve, so okay. it was like every week, but for like so that's a lot months. of money. Twelve? Okay, I was I was probably twelve, thirteen too. But back then, you have to factor in inflation. That was probably like seven, eight bucks in today's today's dollar. Wait, how old were you when you were walking dogs? How old were you? I was putting out posters at like eleven, so probably like you eleven and a half. Twelve an hour. Yeah, yeah I made my first. I, I think I made my first thousand in the winter. The winter break, like you know, how you have that two weeks off. Mm -hmm. that, oh, that plus Christmas crazy. money yeah and yeah. what did you do with it that's about Levi's specifically <laughs> I remember I bought like four pairs of Levi's I don't know why and a <laughs> pair of Jordans Levi's are good you would think so but the same dog that I was walking she tore up one of those Levi's yeah, that was my last Irony. time walking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> she she was crazy. Michelle, uh, what did you, we didn't ask you? What did you do with the money that you you earned when you were like from your first job or? Oh, I I could not tell you. I have I no idea. I do <laughs> not remember. Um, but honestly, that was like the first job I had. Like Basket Robbins was the first job I had, like paying taxes. But I think when I was about twelve or thirteen. I worked at, like, you know, Cousin Precious, right? Yeah. 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 I worked at her shop for like a summer or so and I got paid yeah. then. Okay. I don't, I don't remember how much I was getting paid though. Pardon? Getting paid. That's what yeah. matters. That's true. That's true. I was getting paid when I was 13, so I was balling. Yeah. Good for you guys. You guys were hustling. Yeah. yeah. 
a thousand dollars like what (laughs) what else are you gonna do during your summer like when you're 13 right so might as well play video games at home Uh, with your friends all he does Uh, but i guess it also depends on where you come from right like my parents used to give me allowance and by the time you go to school, you're stretched out. You don't have nothing left. You know, you have to you have to figure out ways to earn more, right? And yeah, walking dogs, I like dogs. It was a way for me to have a dog without having a dog. You know? Oh, you never even had your own dog? No, my mama was like, "What? Not in an apartment? No, 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 Who no." Who gave you the no. idea to walk dogs? Like, did someone say, "Hey, you, you, you can walk my dog, and I'll give you this amount of money"? Like, how did you get that idea? So I was basically in when I was in like grade two, three. In those young grades, they used to bring like scientists in the school. We used to have like bankers that would come and like teach us about savings and stuff. I remember specifically one of them came and taught us about entrepreneurship. And there's like some girl who was like, at the time she was probably like three, four years older than me. In I guess the analogy they were talking about or the story, she was selling pens and making like thousands a week selling pens. So she would go to stores, brand the names of the pens, right? Order them, like do it all herself and and kind of like sell it, right? That put me in like this whole thing. I wanted to be a boss making pens, trying to hustle pens. Yeah, that didn't work, so I figured, okay, there has to be other ways. Walking dogs was like, you know, 12, man. <laughs> I was like, how else can I start a business at 12 years old, you know? Well, that's, that's, that's actually amazing because cause when, I, when I was in school, I feel like we didn't have people like that come in um, and, like, teach us at such a young age. Like, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's why, yeah, scientists in school. You, you start planting the seed of entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was actually now that you mention it, that was those are really important because I really like science because of that, I think. Science, business. They did like workshops, you know. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. So they're yeah. actually teaching kids like valuable information these days. I don't know if they're still doing that now, but when I was, it was a very innovative time. Yeah. Maybe you went to a good school. Maybe. Yeah. Drop, the name, sort of Drop the name of your school if you're comfortable. Immaculate Conception. Immaculate oh, it's a Catholic Conception school. I've heard Catholic of that school, school before. Yes. Yep. Yes. I've heard of that school. Yeah. Such a funny name for a school. Because you know why there's a church not too far called the Immaculate Conception. Is it a Catholic school? Yeah. It's a Catholic school, yeah. Yeah, I went to Catholic school too, but every all the Catholic schools in French are named after like actually no. Yeah. No, no. My Catholic school, my elementary school was called Sacred Heart. Yeah. It was like Sacred Heart. Yeah. So that one was yeah. Sacred Heart. Where was that? No, this is really old. This is like it used to be downtown. Like there's still a school called Sacred Heart. Yeah, but it's not it, okay. My Sacred Heart School, first of all, it's French, core French. Called <laughs> yeah, and there was only in the entire school from like I'm talking from kindergarten to grade eight, the entire school had 140 people. So it was really small. Is it still open? 
No. So the original building shut down, but there is a Sacré-Cœur. Like, I guess they, I don't know what they did. They, there's a Sacré-Cœur somewhere else in the city, but it's not the one that I went to. The one I went to doesn't exist anymore. Me and Murad, me and, and your husband. Oh, no, he showed me that school. It's like a little, yeah. it was like a little tiny building or yep. whatnot. Yeah. It shut down. It doesn't exist anymore. It's really <laughs> Like, I'm talking, like, I don't know if this is even a thing anymore, but it's one of those schools where, like, when you go in the washroom, the wash basin is this, like, long yeah. Yeah. thing, and you use your foot to push it, and then That's the water... I remember those. Wait, the towels were not paper towels. They were, like, cloth towels that you pull, and you wash in your hands, and you pull the next one, like, that. It wasn't, like... <laughs> That's so unsanitary. Like, whenever, like, they, they don't have those anymore, but those are nasty. Those I know, are... I know, I know. Now that you think of it, you're like, ugh, I wonder if they clean, like, because people just never reuse their clothes. Yeah. So gross, but yeah. I remember the, the steppy thing that you're talking yeah. about. It's like a circular basin. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yes, you put a step, you press it, and then it, yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, I remember okay. those. Wow, so they had those yeah. for a long time then. I thought that no, was no, like no, no. They transitioned soon after. I saw them and then they got rid of them. <laughs> I didn't. I honestly didn't even know they got rid of them. I thought they still yeah, had yeah. them at like certain schools and stuff. Certain schools, yeah, the old ones. That's yeah. Old school. We we My saw school got remade. So we. But what do they have stuff. now? I'm confused. What do they have now? Because that like those kind of like um, sinks are. Oh, really they didn't have sinks. Regular sinks. No, but the other ones with the when you step on it, that's actually pretty good. Like that's pretty efficient. Yeah, like, that's but like, that's old school. That probably wasted a lot of water or something. That's, that's like actually it wasted a lot of water. A hundred percent. Yeah. People used to yeah. drop things in there. It was gross. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, uh, one other thing. I'm not sure if it's cool to kind of move on to this. Um, kind of going into relationships a little bit, but acceptable first date places. Right? Did you guys see that thing that was trending the other day? Did you pull it yeah. up? I can't find cheesecake? it. I've been trying no, to I'm find, find it. it right now. Cheesecake factory. I'm gonna find thing. it right now because yeah, find it, please. The cheesecake factory post where the, there's a girl saying, "Oh, these are a list of unacceptable first dates," and everyone was like, "But that came off of that video. The video where Which this video? girl, yeah, where some, the girl got upset. Yeah, yeah. Some oh, the girl in the car." That, the late girl in the car who didn't want to get out of the car because she was at the cheesecake factory. I didn't even watch that video yeah. all the way through. I just started watching and I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. And I was like, yeah. wow. no, but thing. did you actually see the whole video? Did anybody see the whole video? I haven't seen it at all. Okay. Yeah, I actually watched the whole video and I didn't even know like it like it showed it was like the guy's part too, like the guy that took her on the date. So he actually said he was planning on taking her to a better restaurant. But she was late getting dressed, getting ready. He but was like, I had date? reservations and now we can go. That Sorry. was the same girl. That is that the first that date? Well, yeah. That's the first date. Yeah, it was wow. their first yep. date. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to clarify. So it, that video, it was uh, the, the first date and um, she didn't want to get out of the car because it was at the Cheesecake Factory. And she had like this, she, like she, you know, she put herself on blast, really. And um, and then it kind of, and then the guy is talking to her. He's like, I actually wanted to take you out somewhere else, but you took so long to get ready. I was waiting an hour for you. And basically she was up in her apartment, apparently, and she didn't want to invite him up, which is understandable. So he had to wait in the car. So he ended up taking her to Cheesecake Factory. And she's like, how can you take Which is still not bad. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's a good, like, date. Especially, like, I'm going to keep it. 
So, so, oh, so real first, we're going on a walk, buddy. What was that? <laughs> a walk. <laughs> I don't know about Cheesecake Factory. You know? <laughs> See, these days, you don't, yeah. I don't okay, so that, okay, so of course, we're going on a walk. We're going to Timmy's. I don't think, what do you mean? Tennis. I know, he's like, we're going on a walk. We're going to go no. grab Timmy's. We're going to go grab bubble tea. We're going to go for a walk. Because okay. these yeah. days, yeah. see these days, I'm not trying to end up like, boy, see, boy, he brought her to the Cheesecake Factory and ended up viral. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got to figure out who I'm talking to before we go anywhere. Yeah, I was going to say that, but like, no, but like, if you're seriously interested in this person, you're going to tell them, let's go for a walk? <laughs> No, to me, that's romantic. If this person's seriously interested in it's you, not a first date. he's not it's gonna not be a, like that's not a first date. I wouldn't call it yeah, a first date. I wouldn't call it like, like let's go for a coffee. Yeah, this is that's working okay. up to that. This is yeah, working, and then up, to this is working yeah. up to the first date. That's yes, not the It's a trial to even go on the first date. So just a trial. You. That's like you're still <laughs> getting to know whether you want to go on the first date. Is that what yes. you're saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. That means okay. like a first date, a walk. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not a dog. I just... <laughs> I don't need to go for like a walk. I'm not a dog. Listen, I'm used to walking dogs for money. So let me just, can I walk you? Oh, you guys are ridiculous. Okay, so let me tell you the list of uh, places that are unacceptable, apparently, for first dates, okay? Listen to this list, because I feel like I'm getting hungry just by looking at it. Okay, so Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, this is clearly uh, like American. American, Chipotle. yeah. I was like, what are all Chipotle? Chipotle? Chipotle. Olive Garden, which is also good. Like, uh, do we have that in Canada? No, we don't not anymore. No. It's in oh. Buffalo. Yeah. All right. I know there was one in Buffalo. Um, the movies, your house. The movies? Whoa, whoa, whoa. the movies? I know movies. The movies used to be the place you take a first date. Yeah. Like that was like the normal thing. See what I mean? So, I'd end yeah. up taking someone to the movies and end up viral. This is yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine standard well, first date though? Like going to the movies? Yeah. Standard first date. But I think I this guy. <laughs> I think this guy clearly didn't know who he was taking out on a date. Like I yeah. think, like there was clearly some misleading miscommunication something because like how did you not know that this girl's gonna be like this like didn't you have any indication hey. that she's hey. shallow that's why he's supposed to take Remember? her for a walk take her for a walk <laughs> you gotta figure <laughs> out you gotta figure out first you know it makes but sense. no maureen remember yeah. last time ali was talking about guys are very good at playing the part right like, you know, until they get what they want or whatever. Mm-hmm. So are girls. Yeah. I don't want your money. I don't want it. Yeah. Until you take them out and then they're like, yeah, no, 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 no cheesecake factory. I want them. We should be, we should be at the keg. Like, what do you mean? It's not your birthday. We go to the keg. It's not your birthday. That's like false mean? advertising. Yeah. That's like false advertising. No, no, that's questionable. If you, if everybody's just lying to your face all the time, how do you even <laughs> <laughs> to do that's wrong that's why i said you take them on a walk we all go for a walk you figure me out i figure you out that's it. you guys have to talk first you have to talk first yeah. 
and figure out what type of person they actually are. Yeah. No, no, but listen to this. Listen to the rest of the list of where it's unacceptable to go for the first date. Um, Family functions. Obviously, don't bring me to a family function on the first date. That's ridiculous. I don't want to be uh, granny and Uncle Jim. Like, I don't need to be no one like that on the first date. You go to barbecue. Um, I mean, actually, no, you know what? Barbecue that barbecue does sound good. Maybe, maybe it's okay family function um, for a first date is psycho like yeah. then i would be like this person is off the rocker like i'm there's no way i'm ever gonna talk to them again <laughs> this is too far first date, like if i know you okay but first date that's insane yeah sorry go ahead so yeah um no netflix and chill no yeah, Waffle sure. Houses, sports events, even though I would love to go to a Waffle House? Event. What's wrong with the Waffle House? Yeah, these are, I don't know what's going on. Well, sports event is great. Don't take me to a Muppet. A ball church? Church is Don't take me to a Muppet. And this is the problem. This is the main issue. Like, there's just very, like, there's very little place to Church is not a date. Church is church. So, if you go to a church for a date, I'd be like, Hey, but it's like everything is covered on this list as to like what not to do. So I want to know what what is a good first date. Mm-hmm. Sam just told you a walk. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually like the walk idea. This is- I would be I would be satisfied. It's better for me if you go for a walk. You know, figure out who you are. You go can figure out who I am. Go, no. go, go hey. work out at the gym. The gym was on there. Unacceptable. Uh, see that's a problem she don't yeah. like the gym I think activities like are great for a healthy. state I mean I for think, a yeah. Yeah. Like, or maybe a second I think okay like I'm not trying to sweat like on a first date though <laughs> that's what I mean like maybe a third, like a third. I don't maybe know I haven't dated in too long maybe but I feel like activities are the best way to get to know people like that's how you get to know and that's like pretty memory that's how you like you know what? So are you gonna crumble under pressure? Take go escape room. Just like yeah, just fun mm. things to like oh, make each yeah, other laugh and see how your brain works, how you're talking. Like I don't know. To me, I I like doing activities. So for me, I would say yeah, but any activity also, is a good activity. You're also a very like activities oriented person. Yeah, I am. Box. Yeah. You you do those. <laughs> what is it that you do with your kids? The the calisthenics, right? Yeah, we stopped doing that though. <laughs> we did. We stopped over the summer, but yes, we do. We do activities together. Yeah. We play tennis. We we do no, stuff. So you yeah. need, yeah, no, you need. I get it. Yeah, but you won't know that taking her to where was it? What was the place that they went? Forget. Olive Garden, no. Cheesecake. Cheesecake, yeah. Cheesecake. We go for a walk. You go biking. She have a bike. You go biking. Ice cream. You know, my Baskin husband. Baskin Robbins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used, I used to work there. Mm-hmm. I was actually on the list of places not to go. I'm not no sure way. why. Yes. <laughs> you I mean, like I'm on the list, but that was one of them. Um, no, sorry, I was going to say my husband and I actually went horseback riding. But it was I don't think it was our first He's a guy. He's yeah. a guy. No, but I, I, no, but I, I was. I, I think it's actually my idea, but I, I loved it. It was, it was good. Yeah, but he, he was about it. Yeah. You ain't seen <laughs> any of us on horses. Let me tell you that. We don't do that. 
I don't know. <laughs> That's scary. Your first date, T. What was your first date? That Did wasn't your first date. Yeah. Um, I actually don't remember. I, I honestly don't. I, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't. Um, maybe I should. No, but okay. I was gonna say something. I don't know if the movies is really an appropriate place um, for the first date. The reason why is because you don't, you're not talking. The only thing you really actually want to do is touch each other. That's not an appropriate place to go. <laughs> Seriously, it's like dark. You, you can't even have a conversation and get to know each other. It's like, do you like the movie at the end, and then everyone kind of goes home? That's stupid. I'm like, just like Michelle. I want to hear Michelle. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say like um, my ex. Our first date was um the movies, and like we was we was talking like the whole time. It it was quiet. Yes, it was quiet. <laughs> so we, we were trying to like get to know each other, but I feel like um before a first date, if you guys like know each other um like quite a bit then maybe the movies isn't too much of a problem okay i think i get it i think i get it now why they're saying those places aren't acceptable for a first date is because in our generation we have the talking phase and in the talking phase you normally get to know the person blah 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 enough so that when you do go out on a date it's like taking me here like you're not gonna take me to the keg i get it okay i get you it see the same how way much they like you kind of thing is that what it is so, sort of yeah but it's also like we don't need to get to know each other we've been talking for like however many weeks or whatever it is before ah. you've given me the date it's yeah. not like back in the day where like say phones weren't out you have to court a girl it's like meet me at you know, this place at this time, I'm gonna come scoop you at your crib. Like, you have to. Now you can kind of just, yo, let me get that Instagram. Let me get your number. You talk her up, talk her up, talk her up, talk her up, talk her up. You figure out, okay, I don't even want to talk to her, or you do. And then the date is the pursuit. And if you are pursuing it, then I guess she's expecting, like, expecting some form of roll out the red carpet kind of thing. I don't know about the red carpet, but she's expecting some form of something. <laughs> something to show that you're a token of seriousness i guess i have kind of a segue question to this which i wanted to bring up last week and forgot (laughs) so but it kind of fits into this so i'm going to bring it up now what constitutes a gold digger how do we how do we define (laughs) what a gold digger is what's a gold digger can you be a gold digger (laughs) she's a trifling (laughs) Brandy. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> said it best. <laughs> That's exactly the definition. No, I think... Okay, there's girls who know you have money and talk and date to you specifically for that reason. Gold digger. There's girls who don't know you have money, talk to you, find out you have money, and stay with you for that reason. Gold digger. To me. Because at the end of the day, it was like... You were digging in the dirt. You found gold, and now you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, all that other stuff that he was doing, I'll put to the side. Like, you know, okay, you know, he doesn't, I don't know. Wait, so beard. you're saying even if they liked you before they knew you had money, once they know you have money, then they become a gold digger? Not, okay. Let me Only if this. they, like, stay with you because of, um, yes. how will you know? How will you know that if they liked so, you before? Okay. I would, 
I would say like, you know, normally in a relationship, there's give and take, there's a little arguments, there's a little things like there's things about your partner. You don't always 100% like, okay, she loves 100% of you now. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong here. You know, you're not getting on my case while leaving the toilet seat up. That sums up. You know what I mean? Last week you were on my case. You're not getting on my case for leaving the dishes in the sink. Okay. You know, you stay like, with me. Find me a couple of dollars. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm worried yeah, about know? dishes in the sink like, anymore. My birthday's Maybe coming my up. Uh... <laughs> my God, I need to change my tires. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. But then there's girls who literally don't care. Like, bro, you could be broke. You could have money. You could, you could be in between jobs. I don't care. I got my own money. That's what the new, I guess, this new era of, like, women with careers and women with monetary power allows, right? They have the choice. So before, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. no. I was just going to ask, so, um, so women who want a man who can provide for them financially, is that a gold digger? No. So what's the distinction there? Okay. Do you want a Louis bag or do you want a bag? Mm-hmm. Right? So it's the amount? Who are you asking? Who are you asking? No, like No, me and I like I okay, I for me, my husband and I are very unique, okay? Neither one look, I don't even have a wedding ring. Like we are unique. We don't care about material stuff, okay? But I'm just saying in theory, I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about in theory, how do you know, like, where do you draw the line? Like, how does it go from somebody who wants to be provided for to a gold digger? Okay, so a part of it is where you meet someone. So if you meet someone at a standard, you can provide less than their standard, I think. Right? So if you meet someone wearing Louis, then you can't expect them to expect less than that. Right. So you have to kind of step up your bar. If you meet a girl and she's wearing something from her, uh, you know, she looks good, whatever, blah, blah, you're dating her. Now, all of a sudden, she's not cool with, you know, the stuff from Zara or whatever, where she normally shops. She wants that Louis bag. She wants the Prada. She wants this. She wants because she sees that her lifestyle can be elevated through you. She wants that. Whereas, a girl who provides for herself will do that. She doesn't necessarily care. And a girl who doesn't care will wear whatever. She'll wear the stuff that she likes to wear. She won't try to, I guess, maximize what she can get or tap into your, you know, your bank if she doesn't need to. Because there's a difference from providing and spoiling, right? And when you overspoil, it's just like children. They don't value anything you give them. So providing... You know, spoiling, different. Like, you know, you spoil your girl or your wife on throughout the year, certain times, occasions, just randomly, whatever. But it's not a continuous, like, Louis, Gucci, Prada, do, do. You get a Walmart bag. (laughs) Jashel, are you a gold digger? No. (laughs) If I was a gold digger, I would not be living in where I'm living right now. So yeah, you, you value love. Or, or yeah, <laughs> I value love way more than I value money. But is but that I your? Mean, uh, like, 
Pardon? Is that your definition of gold digging? The same thing? As- I would say, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty much the same. Like someone who um wants more than what they have, like what he was saying basically. The standard. Just a standard, yeah. A standard yeah. thing. I have a question, and this is kind of going back to like the restaurant, but when it for you guys like dating, um, do you split the bill? Like or are you like do you like like is, is it expected that the guy pays or are you guys going Dutch? Like, what is that when you, you know, if you do go for, for lunch or dinner or even have a coffee, like, does everyone pay for themselves or is it, like, what is that? I think nowadays it kind of depends. Like, if you're a girl and you ask a guy out, then I guess it's kind of your responsibility to pay for it. But if it's, like, a guy... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, that's what I've been hearing, but um, um, usually, like, um, the guy would ask the girl out, and then he would pay, but I don't really hear about splitting the bill, unless they're, like, married or something. Yeah. No, I'm paying. Diana, why do you look so confused? <laughs> <laughs> you know why, I, why my face looks like this? <laughs> No, because you're saying like if the girl asked the guy out, and it was almost like very normal for you to say that, and it's weird for me, I guess, because like because when I was like dating, like you know, before, me too. you I don't ask like the guy out like ever. Guy. <laughs> yes, yeah. you, you said that very casually, like it depends on who asks who out. I'm like, wait, what? Sometimes <laughs> can be both, you know. Like yeah, I, 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 now, I, yo. I like I like it when a guy asks me out. I don't like you know shooting my shot no. or whatever. But I don't I don't think girls are supposed to chase the guy. Yeah, okay. It's supposed to be the man chasing the woman. But you see, we spoke about this last time, like in our last conversation. There's been like a switching of the roles, right? So this is this is what she's saying is right. You have two different types of not two. I'll say you have a few. You have the traditional, and then you have whatever else on the side. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah, like okay. For me, I was raised, they're younger than you, they're a woman, you pay. Like, that's just the, you know, if they're in your care, if you are the man and the provider protector, you are supposed to, whatever. I went out with one of my friends today, just because she's a girl. Like, she's not someone I'm talking to or interested, just because she's a girl and she's with me, I pay. That's common. However, if I'm with my boys, we splitting the bill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or you're paying this time, I'm paying next time, whatever. If we're dating, that's different. Because now we're living in a day and age where you're making just as much money as I am. If I'm spending everything that I have and I have nothing, eventually you're going to look at me like, oh, what's wrong with this bum? No money. Like, what are you doing? Or if, say, like, you know, uh, you're not because a lot of guys today they're not good with their money so if he doesn't know how to handle his money properly and he's just spending it spending it, and she's smart with her money where does that leave you right so you have to either split the bill i take you out you take me out we limit going out and we do things at home cheaper activities but in today's day and age that's why like she said it's a bit different because you'll have girls who play more of the role like you know the breadwinner and they'll pay like they'll skip uber eats you food and like skips the dish and all this mm-hmm. 
They send the, they send the food to the guy's house. They they yes. they pay for the food and send to their their. Wow, I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> hey, it's just not That's on rough. artist. I feel like if you're dating, like I don't have any issue. If we are actually in a relationship, he doesn't have to pay every time. That's ridiculous, right? We we share the the burden. But if it's a first date, I I guess I'm a little bit traditional. It would I would prefer if the guy pays. But for me, again, I don't really care. So, like I would still split the bill with him. It wouldn't be such a big deal. But I get it. Like, I think like to set the tone, because once you set the tone as a woman, that's how the whole relationship's going to go. So to set the tone, you want to have like the roles a little bit more clear or like just, just so there's no confusion later on. Yeah. I feel like, like as a woman, like you kind of just expect the guy to pay. Um, like, like personally, like I would expect him to pay, but if he asks me to pay, I'm not gonna say no. But I'll kind of be like, <laughs> you know, like I'll be like, oh well, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, I would just expect him to pay and just live with it, you know. This is all. Oh, so you're saying that there's the guy asked you to pay, like for your own bill or for both of you guys? Like I would say, like maybe like split the bill or split like okay. he's asking. Okay. okay, if he asks me out and then he's asking me to pay for everything, <laughs> then I'll be like, well, if you ain't got money, then why are yeah. you asking me out? You why are you even out? If you don't, if you yeah, don't exactly. ask me, why did you come out? Exactly. But like, if, like, that was all my rule of thumb. I don't leave the house unless I can pay for my exactly. period. Exactly. Like, but if we're splitting the bill, then like okay, I, I get it. But if you're expecting me to pay everything, but you asked me out, <laughs> that's not. <laughs> and, and I don't find that respectful personally. <laughs> I just yeah, honestly though, it's not surprising. I know you're surprised, but it's yeah. Things have changed. Yeah. That's what it is. But again, because money is really different now, right? We what we were talking about this earlier, Sam. We were talking about how making money has changed too. A lot. Uh, like, uh, like a uh, how easy it is to make money online now. How so many people don't work like the minimum wage jobs just because they don't see the need because they're able to find ways to make money online. And there's so much more entrepreneurialism in twenty year olds now. Like, seeing twenty year olds who are like making stupid amounts of money online like stupid amounts like stuff that doesn't make sense like how are you making a million dollars online at 22 years old like i don't understand how is that whole family some little kids are supporting their whole family yeah. oh my gosh ryan's toy review that guy i just saw something say, saying he's worth like hundreds of millions of millions hundreds of millions and he's like 11. what at the same time it's kind of like morality too right because is it really okay for like a little kid? Like I don't even know how old he is, like eight or something. He was young. He was young when he first started. Like, yeah, he was like three or four, three or four. But his started. parents were the ones, like yeah, you know, his parents were the ones, yeah. like kind of pushing him to do all these videos that all these people are watching, and it's really like, where does the morality stop at that point, or like start and stop? Because personally, like I. I feel like that's kind of like too much on an eight-year-old to like push them out into the public at such a young age. But and if it's making the penny money, if it's making money, it's exposing them, yes, but not in a 
I don't know. Yeah. The thing is, it's unlike unlike the Jackson Five, because I always think of the Jackson Five when I think of like kids being pushed too far. But unlike the Jackson Five, these kids are they just they have a camera on their face. I don't know. I think we're gonna see maybe 10 years from now, the repercussions of all these child yeah. YouTubers and see how they actually are. Yeah, but you can true. kind of see it a little bit with like people like Jojo Siwa and the way that she's kind of going. But with a lot of these young kids, like Ryan and my sister, my sister, not my sister, my kids watch other YouTubers, like other kid YouTubers yep. online. And, and they're making crazy amounts of money, but they're doing it not in like a slave driver way. Like they're literally opening toys, going to play areas. They're having fun. So they're just, they're filming them playing with their parents, doing activities, doing adventures, doing this challenge. So it's not as um, taxing, I feel like, on the kids. Because to play. But yeah, I think that having the camera in their face all the time, having all these people know them, having all of this fame and money really yeah. on, it's going to be really interesting to see how that, how that affects their character and how that affects the world later on. Yeah, especially yeah. Like, those family channels. Because yeah. you're, like, you're getting your, if you're like, have you seen those family channels where they just like air everything out, like about the kids, like their grades, their yeah. friends? No. Like, no. Their grades? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I've seen like um, parents like show like their grades out to um, the world, um, the rest of the world, and they're like, oh, why'd you get such a bad mark on this and that? And it's like, Whoa, I don't know about that. That's like a reality TV show. Like that's like that's pretty much yeah. what they're doing. People make money off of like those family um family. I've um, seen lots of family channels. Like there's the what are they called? FGTV. There's they're they're really famous and they've been there for a while. And then there's all these other ones. Like my kids watch them, so I know what they are. But I've never seen them talk about report cards or anything like that. That that's like little too Yeah, that's I do personal. Yeah, yeah it's cool. really about like some of them like got caught or whatever. It was like a whole scandal. I can't even remember like which one it was, but um, I remember her like getting arrested because um, she was like treating her kids badly on uh, what in front of the camera. Yeah, I, I can't remember her name. All I know is that she was white or blonde or whatever, but yeah, that, that is crazy. But you know, it's interesting, even the kids that are watching these YouTubers, these young YouTubers, like, I was just say like my son, the other day I was like, oh, let me like record you getting ready for school. All of a sudden he's in full character mode. He's a full YouTuber. <laughs> he's like, hey, this is my brother. And this is like, I'm like, wait, wh why are you talking like that? <laughs> hey, wait. I'm just getting ready for school. Like he fully put it on. I was like, you are not a YouTuber, stop it. <laughs> he turned okay, stop. a YouTuber. I put the video on. I have the video. I was, I was like, my husband I'm like, look at him. Why is he doing this? Girl, girl, my kids do that without any camera in their face. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> they pretend they are YouTube characters all the time. They're like, hey guys, let's do this. <laughs> There's no camera. Pretending <laughs> they're YouTubers. It's kind of scary, Yeah. Hey, let's <laughs> My son keeps on saying, subscribe to my channel. I'm like, can you yes. stop saying that? <laughs> I say that all the time. My kids have a YouTube channel, but they're not, I don't actively post. Like, they have a few videos, but not a lot. And they're always like, how many subscribers do I have? How many views do I have? How oh, wow. They love it. And I'm like, relax. You have like 11. Just, <laughs> just calm down. So but you know what I think that's going to kind of translate into? Mm-hmm. The whole Facebook likes thing. What Facebook yeah. likes? 
getting how him out of likes can build your confidence. How many likes can I get? How many likes can I get? How many likes can I get? For sure. How many likes can I get? Oh, I didn't get enough likes. Yeah, basically, basing uh, your your value as a human being um on likes and stuff, like how many likes you get, how many views you get, popularity. Yeah, popularity. Because mm-hmm. people do that right now, like yeah. YouTubers. They're like, yo, yo, bunch of you are viewing, none of you are subscribing. <laughs> like what? They're like paging you through the camera. You're like, oh, no, but okay, look. I'm going to, I'm going to push back on that a little bit because if you're on YouTube and to make money, you need those subscribers. So I, I get their game. I get their I game. Like you. I watch all these Christian channels and they're always like, you're not subscribed to my channel. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> a that's a lot of pressure that they put on people. But it's up. nothing for the people. It's one click, but for them, that's money. Yeah. One I think flip. we all are like that. If you have a following on Instagram or YouTube or whatever it is, yeah. just say if you see one of your followers, like you lose a follower, you feel something, right? I don't care. But like if I start no losing lies, 10, I'm like something is wrong. Notice. I'm doing something wrong. On social media. So, yeah, I'm active on social media, so I can relate to this, right? So I'm trying to grow on social media right now. So for me, losing one follower, I don't care because there's a lot of bots. There's a lot of like whatever, Mm. those kind of things, two, three followers doesn't matter because that's just like fake accounts or people who are like just not real followers. They should just go. Yeah. So that doesn't bother me. But like if you start losing 10, 20 followers, then you're going to be like, oh my God, what is happening kind of thing. Yeah. You'll feel a kind of way because you're trying to put, you're trying to grow your presence. So it's like having an audience, and then if your audience starts to leave, you're like, "Oh no, what am I doing?" Like the I, show is not gonna go on. Yeah, my no, show is gonna go on. Yeah. Confidence. Um, I think we have a little bit more time. I just want to quickly talk about like real estate and um, kind of like I don't know, like like where you see the market going. You know. Um, like just shot I, I know like i don't think you're a homeowner like you know what i mean like it, like what's are people really afraid of owning a home do they want to own a home is um owning a home um even an option for for younger people like what what is it what are your thoughts on the real estate market like how, how do you guys view it i see it as like super expensive right now like even to rent a place is crazy rent yeah like um, some of my um, friends from school, like they live in basements, and it's like almost two k, like per month. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I, like honestly, I would say like the best option right now. That's why I'm like still living at home at this age because like, even with a minimum wage job, I don't think I would be able to even afford to rent like a place in in Toronto, right? So, yeah. I'm sorry, Maureen is just putting up BCCL. <laughs> Follow, <laughs> subscribe after we're just talking about the push. Yo, she's like, we need more uh, subscribers, more viewers. <laughs> she's a menace. She did that on purpose, too. Oh, you're on purpose. Yeah, it's just on one I'm click. Not. Like, it costs literally nothing. Just click and then. This is the plug right now, Maureen. Talk this to is our the plug. Viewers. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> click. Like, this is all you got to do. Like, subscribe, <laughs> comment. Yeah. Right there. Right there. All right. Honestly, yes, I agree. The market is expensive. 
it's predicted in the next couple of years, it's supposed to either not balance out, but reduce a bit in price or interest is supposed to correct. I don't think interest is going to correct. Price is probably going to go down a little bit. So we'll have better entry. They talked about um, like the first home homeowner savings account. Right. That's a like okay. there's avenues. I think the biggest issue is people our age don't know how to properly save. Okay. And without properly saving, you can't leverage credit into a house. So like, for example, if you are making a thousand dollars and you have a credit card, that's $1,200 in, you know, fees ran up, you're in the hole 200 bucks, right? Until you pay your credit, you can't save anything. Until you start saving, you can begin to, say, purchase a house, right? So a lot of the issue is right now, a lot of people live off credit. They have nothing saved. It's hard to build, like, say, yeah, you can build up your credit, but if you can't put down, like, a principal loan, it's going to be hard to get the house. So the biggest issue for people our age is you make money, you spend it. We don't make money and save it, right? And then with inflation and interest, like the rate that it's going, if you save money without investing it, you're losing money. It's it's crazy right now. That is Because I, yeah, like you have to put your money in either the stock market, bonds, like a mutual fund, something that is going to grow according to inflation, hopefully a little bit more, if you even want to save your money. If that makes sense, like no, things are getting so expensive. It's what shocked so expensive. me was you're saying that everybody was buying everything like on a credit card. Um, yeah. Because I, I will say, like in like um, early twenties, like I knew a lot of people, um, a couple of people, quite a few people actually. Sorry, that had credit cards and they maxed it out, and then they had issues like yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Who my neighbor actually told me that use like at the beginning of COVID. He was saying, like, a lot of people who basically pay their mortgage off credit, pay everything off credit, they have nothing saved. When COVID hit and they weren't working, you couldn't, like, pay your minimum payment. You have nothing to fall back on. You were, like, down, down bad, right? It was the people who had the rainy day fund that had, like, a four to six month plan fund in case you weren't working that were able to kind of rebound. You know what I mean? So the it's sticky. Just giving out money too. Yeah, they so they, they it, get like this inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. And they want it back, money. so yeah. they're gonna get With it back interest. some way. Yeah. With interest. That's, yeah. that's the other yeah. thing I was gonna yeah. add to that. I was gonna add that, like, let's say even someone <clears throat> is able to save up. Sorry, that's my dog. So uh, someone to save up, like, what is it, ten, twenty percent? What's the first home? 20%? Let's say 15. Let's say 15. 15%. The, I think the average cost of a home right now is like $800,000, $900,000, something stupid like that. Something like that. That's the average cost of a home, of a detached home. So about 100000 you need to save, roughly. Yeah, most people don't fees. have that. Yeah, most yeah. people don't have 100000 sitting in the bank. And then even if they do... 
because of the interest rates, your mortgage, your monthly payments are something stupid. Like I don't, I don't know what they are. Like maybe unreasonable. Three to five thousand dollars a month, yeah, something like just that. Just unreasonable. Yeah. yeah so you even can, if you have the money, yeah. You can't. Yeah, and they're bringing in so many. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at the news and I'm reading like stuff. They're bringing in so many refugees, and one of these ministers, like the political guys, he's talking about. We need to get shovels in the ground. Like we don't have enough houses to sustain the current population. If everybody wants to own a home, we don't have enough homes for everybody to own one. That is a big problem, like a a huge problem. Because even for people like ourselves, if we're able to save up, you know, the money, there might not be houses until later on in the years. Yeah, it might be better for us. You build more of like the principal for your mortgage. It would lower your your monthly payments, <clears throat> but you're not living in a house for a while. Or you're going to have to move to Sudbury or Innisville or like, you know, one of those far out. Innisville is expensive. You, don't, you can't even say it. Maybe Sudbury, but Innisville is, yeah. What's after Innisville? <laughs> Barry. There's even a little Barry in his bill. I don't even know what's up there in this one. Don't even ask me. I'm <laughs> going to like Saskatchewan or something. Yeah, no. Calgary. Sure. Isn't everyone moving to Calgary? Like, are you guys planning to move to Calgary? I feel like everybody's doing that. Yeah, and they're they're pulling their pension out of like all the provinces. They want Alberta pension plan. So they're, I don't know, man. Alberta's looking interesting. I think a lot of people are looking at Calgary right now because they're, it's similar in terms of, I guess, demographic to Toronto, maybe, or like there's more jobs there. I don't know. I've been to Calgary for a month, but I only went as a flight attendant. So I didn't really get a lay of the land. Um, but but I think that, yeah, I've, he- I've heard that there's more jobs out there, and that's why people are going out there. I was actually looking on the East Coast, like the Maritimes, because I have a friend of mine who lives in Halifax. And she loves it. And the cost of living there is really low. Wow. She loves like right by the water. What's the hurricane likelihood over there? No, she lives like right on the coast too. And she loves Wasn't it. there a hurricane or something like there. that like, this year? It was like this I, year. But it wasn't yeah, that bad. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't hear any. I should check <laughs> on her. <laughs> People come yeah. from Trinidad escaping all them things. Uh, come here, go back. I even Costa think that Rica. Calgary is like, that's a whack decision, too. I think yeah. it's advertising. Costa Rica. Um, I think people are coming back. It's not the same thing. Sorry. I'm just going to make more money and just buy a house here, I think. Yeah. I don't want to stay here. I want to go to Costa Rica. Ontario is worth that. If you do that, let me buy your house at a premium. Yeah. <laughs> I don't own my house, so good luck. <laughs> Costa Rica. I want to go to Costa Rica. At a premium. <laughs> yeah. No, I think home ownership is um for the for young people. I think it's definitely possible. You should have to make a make the move. Figure it out and make the move and sacrifice. I mean, I'm making it sound easy, but I, I, you know. <laughs> I'm like, all you have to do is just save some coins. That's it. No, yeah. It's not attainable yeah, right for up. a lot of people, I think. I think for a lot of yeah, people, no, it's sure. actually not attainable. Because what's happening is if you don't have somebody to help you with the down payment, it's almost impossible to save up. We're talking about save up, not make 100000 Save $100,000. 
how many how how much time will it take you how many years of saving will it take you to even get to that minimum and then by that time that minimum is not going to get you shit so i can tell I you help. yeah, yeah. what take, if you're making let's say 60,000 a year living at home paying let's say you spend half right it might take you 3 to 4 years of not doing anything no fun no vacations no no joy but in three to four years of consistent yeah nothing of consistent stacking you can save half of what you're making and put a down payment now will you be able to afford the mortgage on your own and property tax and utilities and your insurance and your car payment and your other bills by yourself i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I don't know. sixty thousand dollars a year. Uh, you know, Yo, that's and that's more than what the average person is making. Yeah. I'm being yes. generous. The average person is making forty eight thousand. That's why people are getting creative now. And I'm I have a cousin of mine. He's a realtor. I have a lot of like literally all my cousins are realtors. But <laughs> one of my cousins who is a realtor was telling me about this new thing that he's been doing, where he's actually getting three or four people to buy in together. So like they're collectively buying a property, usually a new build condo. And the reason it's a new build is because then the payment structure is over time as opposed to all at once. And then that way they all own a piece of this. And then as it appreciates, then after a certain amount of years, they take that money out. Yeah. And then they can when, the, when it's when the condo's ready, because it's probably if you buy a pre-con, you wait a year or it's two. Cheaper. Yeah, it goes up. Ready, you actually sell it. Yeah, but they have to keep it for like a year or something yeah. like that. They have to have so they they pick one of the four people to actually live in it for a year, and then after that they cash out all of them. So or one of them can buy the others out or something like that. Yes, because I think I heard, I heard, someone say like because it's the same thing if you want to buy and flip properties. I'm pretty sure you have to own at least you have to own them for at least a year, like live in it, get mail. Yeah, get mail and stuff for a year. So, because I was thinking, yo, I was, I was, yeah. Looking at flipping properties? Listen, man, I'm everywhere, man. So, oh, As you I should was, be trying to find a way yeah. to make money. I get you. I, I I think we're all on that journey right now. Have to be like that. Where can we make money? Let's go. Yeah, I, I'm on that yeah. with you, Sam. I'm on that journey. I'm like, I'm going to make money, God yeah. damn it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Listen, I'm already because, like, you know, I walk dogs. Okay, I stopped walking dogs. I got a dog. Now I sell raw dog food, right? And that business runs itself. Yeah. So, like, I distribute raw dog food. I have a partner who basically he runs a company in which he sources raw meat for dogs, right? And my contract basically allows me sale of olive oil. So it's basically like it's called a partnership distribution. So I'm partnered with Bark for Raw as a distributor for Vaughn. So people who say need raw dog food from Bark for Raw, they come to me, flip them the food, you know, transactions. Did you just plug your company name? Did you just plug your... (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Go put it on the bottom, Maureen. Put it on the bottom. Put it in editing. In editing, I'll put it in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but... But I came out of school for entrepreneurship. So they came to my school. They did the whole bank thing. 
years later, I wanted to be a vet. And God was like, mm, let's go this way. So I went back to school and did that. So yeah, now I'm in investment management. Like I'm working at a firm. But um, thank you guys for joining us. Yes, this was a I agree. nice convo. And uh, yeah. thank you for having me. Yeah, me too. Thank yeah, you. For and it's Joshelle and Christiana, yeah. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice mm-hmm. to meet She's you guys. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Maureen, you already know. Yeah. Yep. See you Thank again. You for coming on here. Uh, yes, I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Jishnell, for coming on and sharing your thoughts yep. and, and all your experiences and yep. stuff with us. We appreciate you guys. And, yeah. and to our viewers. Thank you for for listening and staying uh, loyal to us. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. And uh, yeah, comment. DM questions. I'm talking directly to DM us. Talking to you. (laughs) Interact with our community. Interact with our YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. Feed your raw food. Bye. Mm-hmm. Take your wait, girl for wait. a walk. For, or <laughs> take your girl. Yo, what is juice? That's juice. The juice and jury. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's what well, we should have done at the beginning. We gotta pour the juice. There we go. I saw it to throw everybody off right now. That was yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm a song. I'm a singer songwriter. So, okay. or aspiring yeah. at least. So um, basically, um, my channel is basically my name right there. I don't think there's a lot of people named Jashal there, so I think it should be like pretty easy to find. And my <laughs> face is on it, so there's that. Um, yeah, my, <laughs> my Instagram is Shell to Pay S H E L L T O P A Y, and TikTok is the same. So yeah, that's it. Thank All right, you ladies and gentlemen. Right, guys. Good night. Ladies. Great, you guys have, have a, a good night. 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 Thank Bye. you. <laughs>